do you think that um, I sometimes think that um, no one can be like completely uh, completely uh, content and happy you know there's it, always something you know I think mm. it's, that's like the human condition mm. Mm. you know that's why that's, that's one of the reasons that I think that um, yeah, a perfect world couldn't you know, couldn't really come to pass because of the human condition to well this is it's brilliant this is brilliant but oh can we do something else now yeah yeah you know it's 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 still there yeah i mean maybe we do i mean we do seem to need to be driven um hmm. to in in some form or another we're never we, we don't generally seem satisfied either with what we've got or what we are or where we're going or, or all of those things there's, there's always that level of there's always that level of 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 dissatisfaction and of course you know there are a number of a particular number of, of, of marxist philosophers who, who have said well that's you know that that's in a sense how capitalism works in a way because it it it, it identifies those areas of dissatisfaction and then monetizes them say oh you don't feel you've got this well, let me sell you this, and it's kind of a snake oil thing. Oh, you feel, you know, you don't feel that that, that uh, you're living a a fulfilled life. Well, maybe this thing will give you a fulfilled life. Yeah. You know, maybe yeah. this car, Never or this ending. building, and it kind of carry and it carries on. I mean, it's 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 generally um, under well, I think in 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 a lot of Marxist circles, a lot of Marxist philosophers, it's generally understood that you know that we didn't get. You mentioned this, it, we didn't get a revolution in the UK, for example. Um, mm. In the way that France had one, for example, and Russia had one, mm. um, because the, the revolution was literally bought off. It was kind of, you know, um, mm. uh, okay, well, you know, you're about to revolt because I mean, things were bad. I mean, industrial revolution, you know, really, really kind of cut deep into into yeah. into Britain. Uh, a lot of people were laid off. A lot of people were living on kind of starvation diets. You know, a lot of uh, you know, a lot of, of jobs were lost with, with with mechanization, and there was a lot of bad feeling. Uh, a lot of wars with with you know with other countries like France, Spain, um, and you had all that going on, and you, we were kind of on the brink of okay, we've had enough of this. We really have had enough of this. It's about time um, to change it. Uh, and then you know, as as the theory goes, um, it was bought off with um, with aspects of a, of a nascent welfare system. Okay, well, we'll give you a bit of schooling. Uh, we'll give you a little bit of, you know, a bit of, of, of you know, uh, extra money just in case, you know, you're, you're a bit short. We'll give it out of kind of common coffers. Uh, and we'll just make things, you know, we'll, we'll maybe improve, slightly improve, you know, medical. And if you improve, you know, those things, it takes the edge yeah. off. It's going, oh, well, you know, if you've given me those things, then, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine now. It's fine. And it just, it, it just let off the steam. Um, yeah. You know? It's a bit like, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's a bit, it's, sorry, I mean, it's, it's, um, it's the same with the uh, it's you know it's the same with the hippie movements that we've been talking about the the, the counterculture, um, mm. you know for a moment it had that kind of we're not doing anybody any harm we've dropped out we're not trying to you know we're not trying to make you do anything particularly we're dropped out we're living in our communes and so on, um, uh, you know you've got Timothy Leary saying well it's all to do with I mean Timothy Leary and, and the and the kind of the, the proto hippies like Ken Kesey and, and and so on they didn't really get on that well they had a very different kind of agenda even though they were working part of the counterculture. Um, but I mean, you know, Leary was saying, "Well, we, you know, if you, we can experiment with LSD to see if that will help you widen your perspective, help you to understand who you are in the world in which you find yourself." Whereas the kind of counterculture itself was trying to perhaps to change the externals. Mm. Um, but eventually, that just that just loses traction as 
people feel the need to, as we said, I think in previous weeks, people feel the need to to establish a bond, I suppose, with 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 a particular partner of choice, and jealousy starts kicking in. You know, you you know, what well, you can't sleep yeah. with my girlfriend. She's my girlfriend. But I thought we had everything in common. Yeah, but she's my girlfriend. Uh, uh you know, you know, then you know, mm-hmm. you get the arguments. You know, who who's kind of working in the fields and who's kind of doing all the kind of deep thinking. Well, you you're sat here kind of you know, contemplating the great beyond. I'm out there in the fields. You know growing potatoes so that we can eat tonight you know where's the equity in that and then you get that whole kind of thing starting to, to kind of break down as people's you know people start getting jealous and people saying fractious um and then you end so you end up you end up with that 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 that, that bit in the end of um with Nell and i uh uh where you know they've been living that kind of you know fairly disgusting sort of you know um um kind of alternative <laughs> lifestyle and then you have yeah. you have um um, the uh, the the Camberwell carrot guy, the the, the drug dealer guy, um, yeah, Danny the dealer, Danny the dealer. Funnily enough, yeah. and he turns yeah. up at the end and he said, you know, it was, it was like sixty nine. It was just moving into into nineteen seventeen. He said, you know, they're selling hippie wigs in Woolworths, mm. um, you know, uh, and it was just that kind of that that phrase really just yeah. summed up for me, you know, the kind of the, yeah. when the counterculture just genius, yeah, it just collapsed. It's kind of it's, a, it's now become it's now become a kind of a, a bit of a joke. It's become part. It's been assimilated. It's part. It's part of mass culture now. But part of mass culture as a as a thing to be examined, as a thing to be you know explored, perhaps as a thing to be laughed at. But it's now just you know we've taken we've, we've well, that went into overdrive in um, went into overdrive in the in the nineties, didn't it? Kind of anything alternative. Okay, we'll have that. Mm. You know, mm. uh, slap. Che Guevara on some lip balm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> buy off, buy off the revolution. Yeah. I don't know. I think I, th- you know, if you're trying to explore what constitutes the ideal life, I'm just not entirely sure. I mean, you get people like Foucault who are saying, "Well, um, it's impossible for human beings uh, to resolve the human condition." Um, using you know using you know, the social sciences or sociology or psychology mm. because uh, we are the subject of the investigation you know we are not yeah. we are we are this is not an empirical study this is not an objective study uh, so uh, as far as Foucault is concerned um, everything we say about ourselves is going to be tainted by who's saying it um, it's going yeah, to be determined absolutely. by who's saying it so you know, we might have this kind of slightly noble. Ah, oh, yes, what we want is a is a you know is a, a society, um, which is which is uh, um, you know serves the needs of all and is responsible for and, and, and has a view that uh, we should all be considered equal and every. Um, we might say that, but then it's kind of well, you know, is anybody prepared to really kind of come down and say, well, actually, human beings are dreadful at the moment anyway, dreadfully jealous. Mm acquisitive mm. individuals um so is that really going to work i mean basically you know and it's the kind of hobbs lock kind of debate you know are we basically good or are we basically a bad sort and if we are basically rough around the edges um and and not to be trusted then maybe you know maybe we do need a society that 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 keeps us in line maybe we do have to have like judges on you know on motorbikes with helmets you know you know meeting at instant justice to kind of keep us in line if we are basically decent sorts um, mm. Then again, how how do you demonstrate? How do you prove that hypothesis? Um, mm. Because if you if you say okay, we're all basically decent sort, so we'll just nobody will bother locking their front doors anymore. We'll disband the police force um, because you know when you do that, 
people will rally around people will trust each other and it will and support each other you know who's going to be the first person to do that i mean it's it's a it's a bit like the kind of whole deterrent argument isn't it during during the during the cold war who is going to you know who you know we nobody wants war of course nobody wants war we're all we're all peace stuff you're all peace right? so okay so which one of us is going to disarm first uh, yeah. Well, you know, you first. Well, you know, no, I'm not going to disarm because if I disarm, you might come for me. So, although we're all peace loving, <laughs> I think that we better was, um, just keep this mutually assured destruction thing going on because that's the only way we're going to maintain peace. But that was, um, uh, was it Game Theory? Yeah. Was the guy. Mm. Um, uh, like, to try to kind of. Uh, theorize what would happen in 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 you know what's going to happen in this kind of uh, mutually assured destruction and the game theory um is it paul something uh this idea that that um uh, humans will always always go against you mm. you know so yeah. you can't trust them you know it's something something about uh you know two robbers uh and and um, some bank uh, bank robber money but the, the but the point is um uh, you, sh- you can't trust anybody, so you shouldn't trust anybody, and that's the that's actually perversely a mm. better way to to make sure we don't all die. Which <laughs> yes. Seems to be, yeah, it seems to be. Um, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah the, the guy who who came up with the theory was a paranoid schizophrenic. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So you know, yeah. So yeah. Again, it's pessimism winning out. But I always like to think, okay. Uh, hu- uh, humans are a bad sort and all that, and we have we have this um, capacity for evil, but also we have a capacity for good, mm. and that should never be forgotten. Mm. So mm. you know, so this big pessimism all the time, you know, uh, or you know, it, it, it runs around. But we also have you must have that kind of light side, you know. Yes, yes. Uh, the the, the um, Star Wars kind of light the. <laughs> Yeah, uh, the force, the light, the, you know, the light side of the force. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I mean, even if, I mean, it, it's, it's interesting isn't it? because even if you ask, if you ask somebody, if you, if I were to ask you, or you would ask me, or we ask anybody, you know, what's your ideal lifestyle? Um, you know, if we could, if we could bring about your your particular ideal lifestyle, um, I think it would be very difficult. It's like it's like the kind of you know, if you were given three wishes, which three wishes would you take? It's kind of what would be my ideal lifestyle? Uh, oh, well, my ideal lifestyle might be, you know, your initial one would be, you know, the rom- I think for a lot of people, the initial would be a very a very romantic view of the ideal world, where you know, nature. Uh, and and you know the great outdoors and perhaps you know easing back on the technology uh and you know peace and lack of violence and this whole kind of that whole kind of thing you know the uh maybe people would start to say well maybe less you know maybe maybe technology like you know social media and so on, maybe we could do away with that for a bit uh and maybe just mm-hmm. live in smaller kind of groups and just you know live that kind of more natural lifestyle back get back to like villages but then it doesn't take long before you start thinking well hang on yeah but i want that but i also want my tv because you know yeah. i do really enjoy that and then well you know we've we're, we're living through this pandemic at the moment and we're just seeing distribution of a vaccine and the reason we're seeing a distribution of a vaccine is because we actually had a global network of scientists um, yeah. using techn- cutting-edge technology and biotech um, to actually come up with a solution. And, you know, 
And if they hadn't been doing this, um, then who knows you know, how long this thing would be would, would 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 live out before it finally you know before it died off if it ever did through natural causes. So you start saying, yeah, well, so we need that. We need all the scientists and stuff. Uh, and then we kind of we we do need some kind of law. You know, some kind of contract that we sign, maybe a social contract, a la Rousseau, uh, and you know, a la Locke, uh, not Locke, um, uh, yeah, Locke, some sort of social contract, just to make sure that everybody knows what page they're on and nobody's getting each other's way. But gonna have to enforce that because you know there will be some people who will take advantage of that. And before you know it, you've got yeah, the world yeah. you're currently living in again, um, which you, which makes me think, well, you know, again. Getting back to that kind of that that sort of Bergsonish sort of sort of you know model that it maybe the outside world is not what we have to change. Maybe the outside world, maybe the externalities, are just there, and we get uh, and we end up with the society that we deserve. Um, but what we have to do is maybe we have to work on our on our our basically our inscape, as Hopkins would might say, you know, our inner landscape maybe is the thing that needs to be, so that whatever comes at us from outside, we are more resilient. Uh, in dealing with so the outside world may change and the outside world may not be the kind of world that we find particularly attractive and it's the one that works but because we yeah. have changed our inner landscape our resilience is better so whatever is thrown at us it may not be very nice we may not necessarily survive it all but we will be able to cope with a lot of them we will have ways of dealing with it so it's perhaps it's um a case of um recognizing what you can change mm. to better you mm. but also knowing that n not everything can be changed mm. you know yeah um because obviously in our uh our society maybe all around the world now it, it's like um we're uh we have a, an engine of individual desire mm. isn't it you can get anything you want, you know. Yeah. This is, you know, I'm, you know, I'm not particularly happy. Uh, what, what's wrong with me? I need something, blah mm. blah blah. And uh, that's very difficult. Yeah, it's difficult to say. Well, actually, you can't have everything to somebody. Yeah, mm. Why can't I have that? Is it, it because it, we have a natural feeling of well, I should be able to have everything. Yeah, yeah. And that's it's. Well, we've had that yeah, button it, it, pushed for we've had that button pushed yeah. so much now that it's become it's become part of our psyche um, that acquisition mm. is is our right um, and then of course now you know we get in a situation where we can't necessarily acquire all of the things that we are being told we need uh, and so now we're feeling dis destabilized and I think it's a way of I think in some ways kind of you know. <sighs> Real, you know, kind of. I, mean, I don't want to get again too kind of, you know, too out there with this. But just, I think, regrounding ourselves, actually, kind of considering kind of what it is we actually do need for our existence. Yeah. What it is, you know, that genuinely, you know, explore the inner terrain and find out, you know, what it is that really kind of, you know, makes you happy. What, is, you know, what really kind of gets you off. What really is at mm -hmm. the, the heart of who and what you are. And very much, I mean, although they went in a different direction, but very, very much those proto-philosophical questions that the Greeks started yeah. writing. You know, what is it that makes us what we are? What genuinely makes us happy? Revisit those. Um, because, yeah, so the outside world has is, 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 is been there for, it's very intractable. You know, it's very intractable and it becomes increasingly intractable. Um, so addressing who and what you are yeah. gives you, I think, gives you the tools necessary to be able to deal with what's thrown. I mean, we all know um, that, you know, if your mood changes, your world changes around you. Um, mm. I mean, the sun came out yesterday and everybody, and it, and it affected people's moods. And everybody seemed to be so much more up um, mm. just because of, of a little bit of extra sunlight. Um, you know, and if you're feeling kind of happy 
in you know i know it sounds very twee but i mean i'm just trying to really simplify you know if you're if one's feeling kind of you know more kind of ha- happier and in control of oneself um then things seem to be easier to, to the world seems to be an easier place to manage uh irrespective of what it's like um so i think one of the one of the um the, the fundamental things that are important there mm. um uh i think it has to be said is our um our relationship with the world in terms of the way we work or and create or create mm. work or create yes i think it's important i think that's really important mm. um as a key to you know I hesitate to say happiness mm. Why not? but you know uh you know I, I know sometimes I've been in lots of different uh, situations, lots of different types of work um, where the time goes really quickly and you find yourself enjoying what you're doing. Yeah. My God, enjoying myself. I'm enjoying myself. Um, it, that is, I think, the, the key to find your place in the universe mm. and that they're satisfying. But that's not, that's, not, that's not to say that's just it. But mm. it's also if it's a nice sunny day, mm. you know. Yes. Uh, it, 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 yeah, we have to be prepared for all these different things that yes. affect our mood. Yeah, I think so. I think so, and I think there's a lot to be learnt from from the likes of, of you know, from the process thinkers, um, but also you know, and people like you know the dialectical thinkers, like people like Hegel and so on, um, who who try and steer us away from anchoring ourselves too readily to one to one point, either one point in time or one self-definition um, or, or, or one, you know, one view of our ultimate telos. Um, all of those things are rigid anchor points, which don't give us, you know, when you're tied to a particular thing, there's, a, there's very little movement you've got. If you're anchored somewhere, you can't go very far. You can't steer away from a particular course. You can't move that far away from, from the anchor point. Um, so yeah. to kind of release those means that as, you know, as the terrain changes, you can actually navigate effectively through that. And you may well create alternative uh, alternative, you know, life moments, but that doesn't necessarily mean that that will always be this be a thing. You know, the the the, the sixties counterculture that we've been talking about was a moment, and maybe mm. it it maybe it, it filled a lot of people with with just a, a, a you know a sense of there are other ways we can do this. We don't have to be anchored to this model, uh, and that's it. And then it, you can let it pass away. It can become a, a, an object of ridicule and fun and and, and mild in you know, a mild amusement or whatever. Um, but then it can move on. It can be something else. Um, mm. So I don't know. And we're so used to um, talk about a little bit before we finish. But um, the music of the mm. of the of the sixties um, oh, reflect reflect that. I think. And um, uh, I remember seeing a really good um, uh, documentary on Captain Beefheart, mm. and it was um, it was actually Matt Matt Groening of the who created The Simpsons. Yes, was a big Beefheart fan, mm. and. Um, um, talking about like creativity and he said and one of the things he said like um there's this beat bang 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 which is like our work day beat mm. you know this is the way we go this is yeah. a solid beat and then with captain beefheart they're, they're, it's all over the place you know yes kind of jazz if you were if you if you want yeah and that's a way of like opening your eyes and, and refreshing and yeah well, you know the world, your world doesn't have to be this way yes you yeah know, you can literally be, dance to the beat of them. a different drum yeah yeah i mean I, i'm a big fan of the grateful dead for that for that very reason it's mm. just kind of you're not entirely sure where it's taking you um and okay it's probably because they were off their heads by that stage um but 
even so, it's kind of, you know, uh, I know I've banged on a little bit about uh, Bergson recently, but I've just been reading a lot of Bergson at the moment. I, I, you know, he talks about this kind of the, the human beings. Creativity is at the heart of what we are. Um, mm. And creativity is stifled by by mm. anchor points and, and, and ultimate kind of telosis and ultimate endpoints and those kind of very conceptual constraints. Uh, and, you know, human beings in the world create their world. You know, as 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 they go, it's a kind of lived experience, and I quite like that. Yeah. Um, it's much yeah. more dynamic, uh, and you know, and sometimes, you know, sometimes it, it it makes you, it might make you feel happy, and sometimes it might not make you feel happy. You might actually feel saddened by the whole business, um, but you always feel you always feel that. I think what they're aiming for is you always feel as you as if you are you are on that journey that it's not going to stay there. You're going to move. Yeah. Um, and you know, and and you're you know, <laughs> you know, the captain of your own your own ship and captain of your own destiny. I know those were kind of like phrases that were banded around a lot. Um, mm. So yeah, that was you know that that that's you know that's that's what um you know what Timothy Leary when he when he um when he finally kind of set himself up. They kicked him out of uh, you know they kicked him and one of his colleagues out of at a university, um, mm. and uh, he set up this kind of um the, what was it the, the League of Social something or other basically the acronym was lsd because <laughs> 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 uh, he was you know at that stage they were starting to say no maybe we shouldn't just let anybody have lsd you know because that was it. it was kind of free you know people could just not free but i mean you, you could help yourself to lsd back in the early 60s it wasn't a big yeah. deal yeah. um only afterwards people think oh hang on a minute do we really want people to be doing this you know it's messing with their heads and so yeah. on um but yeah i mean it did, it did make there was lots of casualties. And it there were. People up. It yeah. did. There were. And you know, I'm not yeah, suggesting so. that, that our reader, or that our listener, ought to go out and, and score some LSD. Um, but the <laughs> idea of changing the way you view the world, I, I'm really, I'm really quite keen on that because I, you know, I don't mm. do that very well. Um, um, the idea of changing the way you see the world, rather yeah. than necessarily trying to change the world, I'm still playing around with this. Um, but your perception of the world and the way you live in that world. Um, it's the way you change them. There's a there was a there was a a, a theologian um, um, I studied years ago um, when because he was a um, he was quite interested he was quite interested in 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 Hegel. I came at him through Hegel. Uh, a guy called uh, um, Wolfhart Pannenberg, which is one of the greatest names ever. I mean, who wants to, doesn't want to be called Wolfhart for goodness sake? Um, uh, and he talked about time, and he said that you know uh, that you know the, the 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 past, the present, and the future um, are arranged around you, and the future, effectively, the future is as far ahead as you have an influence. That's the future, uh, nothing else, uh, and the past. Is as far back as you are still influential, uh, and the present is 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 in a sense a kind of a, a non-existent point between those. Mm. So you know, so when we're talking about the future, the future is 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 your you know is, is kind of your potentiality. It's kind of what what can I influence? How far can I influence uh, my world um, before it drops off? Before it drops off, and I can't do anything. Yeah, it's got me thinking about like my immediate influences, you know, mm. like the mundane influences. People waiting for me or to yeah. do something, or yeah, you know. yeah. I mean, maybe that's it. Maybe that maybe maybe part of our, our dissatisfaction um, with the world is is that is that we expect to exert. You know, we have the illusion 
still that kind of enlightenment illusion of kind of a god's eye kind of view of everything uh and that we have uh we have influence over much greater areas than we think that we we have influence over much less area than we think we do um so we know we can't influence i'm not suggesting that we don't campaign for for you know a better future and better worlds and all that kind of stuff that's you know that has its place um but just as individuals in the world sometimes we just have to say my influence extends this far um, and it might yeah. extend as far as my future is what I can plan to do for a friend or what I can plan to do for a family member or what I can plan to do for the people I work for or with. Um, that's as far as I can kind of see into the future. I can't, you know, yeah. uh, and Pannenberg says, you know, that, that one of the, you know, that God, I won't get into it in any great deal, but God is the the power of the future because God has given this perspective. Right to you know, right to you know, he exists. God exists at the end of history, if you like. Um, so, yeah, I, I quite like that. I quite like being able to say, well, there are certain things about the past that I have no control over anymore. Yeah, uh, there are things I still have control over. I could still say sorry to somebody for something I said to them last week. You know, yeah. I could still pay somebody something that perhaps I owed them. I could still make some kind of recompense, or I could go back and correct something. But it comes to a point where you can't go back far any further to correct. And you can't go any further forward to plan, uh, and I think yeah. that's that's valuable. And I think that's part of Bergson's idea that you know there's there's a limited view. There's a, a we've got a limited a limited horizon, and we just need to embrace. It seems that. like an anti- it seems like a, an antidote to that. Um, my uh, I was talking earlier about the, the yeah the samurai in in the present mm. saying that yeah the the the, 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 the the world is insatiable. What, what does it want from me? It seems like an antidote to that. Yeah, yeah, like that. yeah. yeah. 